I always say, if you want to downsize, pick those five items that you absolutely love and keep them. Because if you have, you know, 40 or 50 things in your home and everything is sentimental to you, there's going to come a point where you're just going to be bombarded with items and it's clutter and less clutter is better for you. Welcome to Elements of Styles, the business podcast that trades in scarce thinking for community, conversation, and ideas in abundance. Each week, I, Mark Styles, sit with professionals and entrepreneurs, both local and global, and learn how they each add value to their communities, their partners, and their teams. Please enjoy. Hey, folks, welcome back to Elements of Styles. Today, I am grateful to have Bonnie Bongiolati. Bonnie is the founder of Be Home fine consignments, and a professional real estate agent with William Ravis Real Estate right here on the South Shore of Boston. Hey, Bonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. How are you? Doing well, doing well. So, Bonnie, tell us, what is Be Home Fine Consignments? Be Home Fine Consignments is a fine furniture consignment store. So, basically, the people that bring in items, they receive 50% of the sale of that item. So, we look for really unique things that people can bring in, whether it's a pillow that's in excellent condition, um, a really unique piece of furniture, lamps, artwork, anything. And then I also um, decided to bring in local artists to give them, you know, a showcase basically to display their items, whether it's jewelry, art. I have a gentleman, I know you could see behind me the sign. He makes these signs and he also, that's say Marshfield oysters, Duxbury oysters, a Situate oysters or other items like that. And he also makes six foot long whales that you could hang inside or outside. I have another gentleman from New Bedford who makes these really creative fish whales, seahorses and all these other little items. And the art that we actually have in the store is pretty reasonable. And I try to keep the costs so inventory is basically constantly moving. So when people come in, it looks different all the time. That's cool. Yeah, it makes it fun. it makes it fun for me because I really enjoy decorating. So are you collaborating with the artists? Like you're collaborating with the person cleaning out their home? So no. So the artists are completely separate, but with the people that are cleaning out their home. So what I do ask if they can send me pictures, because I would feel awful if someone showed up at the store, they have a gigantic desk in the back of their car and I see it and there's scratches all over it. And I know it's not going to move. And I have to tell them, sorry, you got to take that back home. So I ask everyone, please send pictures through email. I just don't want to. And it's hard to tell people, I'm sorry, I can't take that. I have a pretty good idea of what people will buy at the store. And I try to price reasonably, but I price with the consigner when they bring their items in. So let's talk about that. So I think some people have an understanding, a basic understanding of what consignment is, but Help us understand exactly how it works. Okay. So say you have something at your house. You're like, okay, you know, it's not working in my space anymore. I want to sell it. Some people try to sell it on yard sale sites, but then you run into a hiccup there where you don't know who the person is that's coming to your home. A little scary. So basically a consignment store, you know who I am. You know where you're going to be bringing it to. By sending a picture of your item, if you bring it in, you'll receive 50% of what it sells for. So you're making money. You're keeping it green because we're constantly turning things over and you're not going to, I mean, home goods is great, but you know, you're getting things that are coming in from all over, but it's nice to keep like, especially antiques and items constantly 
evolving and moving on to different homes. And what we are finding is that the younger generation now is really appreciating antiques. Where when I first opened the store almost four and a half years ago, the antiques weren't moving as much, but now they are. That's really interesting. So so first of all, my mind is is spinning with the business model of this win-win-win, right? Somebody says, I've got this beautiful piece of furniture. It doesn't work. I'm either downsizing or I'm redoing the room. And I don't want to throw it away because it's a family heirloom or it's, I know it's worth a lot of money. I don't know how to get rid of it. I certainly don't want to go on a marketplace where I could get scammed. I find Bonnie who partners with me on it, thus win-win. And then this consumer who can't find this quality furniture at Home Goods comes to your location in Duxbury and finds these wonderful pieces of furniture that fit perfectly in their in their home. That's a win-win-win. But tell me more about the younger generation being interested in this skipped generation uh, antique type of type of uh, furniture and offerings that you know maybe the mid level generation wasn't really appreciating. Yeah, you know it's really interesting. Um, I think it's wonderful because they seem to have such an appreciation for really well made pieces, even art. You could just tell, like they they look at it, they're looking at the back of like where where it's from, even books, old books. We sell those. Some people use them for decorating pieces and some people just have a real appreciation for them. And it's interesting to see how now the value is going up in these antiques when you bring them in. Certain things are a little difficult to sell. Mahogany is not pushing through with the younger generation much, but um, other pieces are oak, pine, and items like that. That's really interesting. Um, How do you figure out how to price it? So sometimes I'll use eBay. I'll go on there, um, especially if I'm not um, sure about an item and I'm not an antique expert. And I let people know that right away. I see something, I think it's going to sell. It looks like a beautiful piece. I tried, that's how, why I use eBay to try to figure out the pricing. Um, some people know what the value is. Um, unfortunately, some things people want to price a little bit higher and I know they'll just sit. And I think the goal for both of us is for it to sell. And you want the turnover of it. So you've helped me with the segue. I knew you were going there. Your two professions <laughs> tend to cross. Some people want to price it high and it's mm-hmm. going to sit. So tell us a little bit about your other hat that you wear. Real estate. Yes. Um, so I've been doing that for about 10 years and that's a true passion. And kind of this is how it all links in together. So when I would go on a listing appointment to a home, I could look at it right away and say, okay, hmm, all right, we need to move things around. And I'm extremely honest with people. And some people get a little taken back when I'm like, well, you know what, this isn't going to work. But our goal here is to sell your home. So um, I'll sometimes go in with bins and I'll say, let's pretend we're starting to move because less is more. And we'll start 
I work with the homeowner and we start taking things off the wall and start moving things around. And then they would be putting things in their garage. They're like, I don't know what to do with all this stuff that I have. We're downsizing this and that. And my in-laws had a um, store on the Cape called At Home Again. And I worked there a couple of times. They needed help over the summer. And I was like, someday I'm going to do this because it was also a fine furniture consignment store. So I was actually in my office one day and I was talking to my manager and she goes, when are you going to open that furniture store? And I was talking about it for about four years, five years with her. And I said, someday when my kids are grown, I'll open that store. And she goes, no, 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 no. You're going to do it now. And I go, I can't do it now. I don't even know where to open a store. I I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't even have a location. I, I don't know what to do. And she goes right across the street from our office. She goes, that's going to be opening up. I go, I don't even know who owns the building. She goes, I know the mother. Here's her phone number. I want you to call. Literally that night, I called the mother who owns the landlord of that, um, the building that I'm in now. She's like, sure, come on over. I ended up going there, thought the space was great. Asked my aunt on the Cape who owns the store to come over and take a look at it. Um, She looked at it. She goes, you really want to do this? And I said, I really do. And then I talked to my husband and he came in, he looked at it. He goes, you really want to do this? I go, I really do. And next thing you know, three months later, I'm opening a fine furniture consignment store. I'm able to help my clients with real estate because if they have items, I can take them in. I can even put them in the storage and hold on to them, especially if I, my storage isn't huge, but there's enough room where I can rotate their items in. I recently just did that for um, a woman who I sold um, her home for here in Marshfield. And um, I, she keeps like holding on to things and keeps bringing them into the store. She was able to keep it there, but I kept some of her things into storage and keep, you know, bringing them in and out. But yeah, so it's been wonderful, a great passion. I can't believe how well it works together. I'm really, really blessed. That is such an amazing story, and I'm so happy for you. Um, And it makes such sense, right? It is, they, they, they meet right in the middle. And you're able to take both passions together. And they're, they're very similar models, too. But what I want to talk about is that mindset of people. You know, like this, this person that you worked with who wasn't ready to give up everything, but slowly is starting to let go of things. How difficult are those conversations with people who are like, I just want to hold on to it because I'm supposed to. It's difficult because I, I can relate. There's things that I have that I don't use, but they're sentimental. So it's hard to let go. It's completely understandable, but it's what their goal is. I'm not going to push anyone. It's what they see in mind. I always say, if you want to downsize, pick those five items that you absolutely love and keep them. Because if you have, you know, 40 or 50 things in your home and everything is sentimental to you, there's going to come a point where you're just going to be bombarded with items and it's clutter and less clutter is better for you. What do you mean by that? When you get rid of things and you release things, it actually makes you feel better. It does. Less is more. I love that. So you release these things, but you know that they're not going to the dump. They're going to someone else that's going to love these things. Right. However, sometimes um, if the items I will going towards that, if things don't sell at the store, Um, What we do do is um, we'll take the items after the 60 days and we'll donate them to Habitat for Humanity. 
If it's smaller items, sometimes we'll bring them to savers, but you know, it's going to something good. That's such an amazing feeling to know that you're helping people who are, you know, holding on to these things to know that they're going to be in some other loving person's hand, which is similar to, I would imagine some of those listing appointments in real estate where you're sitting down with someone who has had this home in their family for a long period of time and are hesitant to release that to somebody. Oh, yeah, that's hard. I, uh, that's one challenge I have, which is um, I do get very close to the people that I work with and you can feel what people are feeling and it's, it's tough. So you do, you, you can understand what they're going through. I know what my mother went through and my father, when they sold the house that we grew up in, um, it's hard. It's really hard, especially when you raise your children there, all the memories that are there. It is hard. That's empathy. So uh, explain that feeling, you know, you're sitting there with these folks and they're sharing with you. How does that energy go from them to you? I have no idea. But it does. It does. And um, like sometimes I'll I end up crying. It's it's all I don't know why I'm like that, but it's just closings. Sometimes I'll cry because they start crying and and then I start crying because it just gets, you know, it's exciting. But then they're also sad. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. I love that. I love that so much. And I'm sure the folks that are listening to this will. uh will love it equally. And I can see that that parallel, right? So you've got the house, which is this big deal. This is the a big, big decision to sell and maybe downsize and move out of a home that you're so comfortable in to now it's like, okay, what do we do? This couch has been in our family forever and we've kept it pristine. What do we do, Bonnie? Well, send a picture unless I'm with you right now and I'm yeah. listing your home and I see it, <laughs> yeah. um, you would just send a picture and I would let you know whether or not we could take it. But if I'm actually on a listing appointment and it's their home and I see it and it works out, um, we'll organize a way to have that sent to the store and we will sell it for you. However, if it's something that, again, we know that won't move, that's hard to tell someone. That's really difficult. But you can help them move through that transition of saying, okay, I'm not going to make money on this, but I know that it's going to go somewhere that it's going to be appreciated. Yeah. And And honestly, a great place to go is Habitat for Humanity. It's It's a wonderful charity. You know, they build homes with all the items that they sell. And there's one in Canton, there's a couple on the Cape. I think if those items aren't moving, that's a great resource. So do you deliver them to Habitat for Humanity? The items that are in my store that don't move? Yes. Got it. So we bring them there. So let me ask you this. So say somebody has maybe a Victrola, for example, and they they know that they want to keep it or they know they want to sell it, but it's not looking good. Do you have folks that refurbish old furniture too? I have a couple of contacts of people that'll do it. Um, and there was, uh, there's actually a, a really, um, a woman by the name of Lisa, who's in Marshfield, who uh, she doesn't necessarily refinish 
but she can make it beautiful with paint and um she's she's actually very very talented fair to share her name lisa brulard i think that's how you pronounce it right so if you need that contact you can certainly reach out to bonnie i think i'm going to need it so when i bought my home i bought it as is and there was a few really cool items in it and one of those items was a victrola and i absolutely love these but it's it's in such disrepair that I would love to see if there's someone out there that can make it look uh, new again, like it's something from the sixties. The so yeah. is it scratched up or? Um, yeah, it's beat up. It's beat up. So it's, uh, um, and they're old, like they were never really well-made. So if you remember, you open the top of this, this table and this turntable is in there. And what mm -hmm. shows are these little ratty speakers. Um, and I think it's a cool piece of furniture. Like, I think it would be a cool side table or something to have. I don't know if we could get the the turntable going again. I went to see the gentleman in Situate. Um, you know, the music store in, oh, on, yeah. on in Situate. That place is awesome, by the way. Um, and I said, you know, I'm thinking about putting a new turntable in here and then putting speakers into the Victrola. And he's like, don't do that. He's like, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty funny. Great, great advice, I think. But uh, so he's saying basically appreciate that. it. What's that? Appreciate. For, he's saying appreciate it for what it is. Exactly. He's like, yeah. don't mess this up. Like, don't retrofit, you know, this like keep it in its original intended state. And I'm yeah. I'm going to honor that because I respect this guy tremendously. Um, and I forget the name of the music store on Front Street and Situate. But I know what a, you're talking about. It's, yeah, you know, it's it, it it's it's if it's from this, it's a mid-century modern piece that's so popular right now. I bet. Yeah, I, bet. I think the side table is a good idea. Yeah, I was thinking about putting it in an Airbnb and having like the TV above it or something like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So I'll do it. So give me that contact. Let's get let's get connected. All right, with Lisa, I love it. I love it. So Bonnie, let me ask you this, and um, this is one of the questions we ask everybody. And we're going to ask it to you in two parts, right? Because you're wearing two hats. So when somebody sits down and says, I had a wonderful experience at Be Home Confinement, they're going to sit down and they're going to write a review. They're also going to do that separately for Bonnie as real estate professional. So first, if someone were to sit down at the Google machine or at Facebook and they want to write a five-star review for Be Home Fine Consignments, what is what, what are they writing? What do you hope they would write? Um, great question. I would hope that they would write, I had a wonderful experience going into Be Home. If they were consigning with us, I'd hope that they said that we were fair with the pricing. We got paid right away and I'll be back again. I mean, that's the one thing you want. I'll definitely be back again. It was a great experience. It. And how about the customer? I forgot about the customer of Be Home. What would the customer say when they get on the Google review? I had a wonderful time going to be home today. I was greeted with a happy smile and I found some wonderful items. You don't get a happy smile on eBay or Facebook Marketplace, folks. All Isn't right. that the truth? It is. And I love that <laughs> differentiator. You stated the differentiator right away. And I was like, aha, that is it. It's people don't trust those marketplaces, but here it's tangible. I can go and I can touch it and I don't have to meet with people who may be fraudulent. 
How about Bonnie Bongiolati, real estate professional, William Rabus had an experience with her. What does that sound like? Mm, I think the number one thing that my clients in the past would say is that she's honest, empathetic, and professional. Double underline on the empathetic, by the way, folks. I mean, you're hearing it. I'm feeling it. All right. Here's the important question. We're all getting together. We're going to do this, Bonnie. We're all getting together. The network of folks who have been guests on this podcast and in the center stage is karaoke. Bonnie Bongiolata, you're up next on the stage. What are you singing? All right. Don't laugh. <laughs> no, I can't guarantee that. All right. I'm a huge Lionel Richie fan. Love it. So it would definitely be all night long. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I promise you, if you do that, I'll do that. The dance where they float the feet forward. I learned that one in middle school. Do you, <laughs> do you remember that video? No. It was kind of like the it was the backwards moonwalk. It was a forward moonwalk. And they were doing oh, it like wait. the ceilings and everything. Oh, yep. That's no, wait, great... that's dancing on the ceiling. Oh, maybe. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, that's I'll all dance. Right. How about this? I'll dance in support for you for that song. All right. Sounds great. Because that's what karaoke is about. It's about community support, right? It's that oxytocin. Yep. We're all cheering for you. And you may be good. You may be all right. You may be terrible. But if you're amazing, everyone's going to be like, oh, look at look at this. Okay, special singer here at Karaoke Bell. It's for the fun and enjoyment and the, you know, bringing it together, feeling, yeah, they, feeling empathy, right? I would if never you, be called a professional singer. That's for sure. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, here it is, the most important question of them all. So let's start with Bonnie Bongiolati as real estate professional. How, if someone wanted to work with you, they want, they're downsizing, right? So they, they're going to work with you full globally here. Um, and they want to list their home and find a new home and maybe, you know, uh, consign some furniture. How do they get in touch with you? So um, they can call me on my cell phone, which is 781-733. Five six two three, or um, they can call the store, which is also three three nine two one seven two one two four, and the store is located at two seventy two St George Street in Duxbury, um, and my office is also located in Duxbury too. I love it, folks. So if you're hearing this, and there's somebody that could use this information, please forward it to them. Bonnie. Thank you very much for sharing all of your stories. It's so fun. I'm so happy for you that you're doing everything that you want to be doing and crushing it. Well, thank you very much. Folks, this has been another exciting episode of Elements of Styles. If you enjoyed this, if you laughed, if you learned, if you felt something, share it. Share it with anybody. But most importantly, share it with somebody who would love to work with Bonnie. Have a great week, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice for a new episode each week and share this with everyone and anyone. If you have any questions or comments or have an idea for another guest, feel free to shoot me an email at mstyles at styles-law.com. That's M-S-T-I-L-E-S at styles-law.com. And if you are a real estate professional, be sure to check us out on our private exclusive Facebook page, The Real Estate School at 892 for content and Massachusetts continuing education opportunities. Be well, folks. This podcast is being provided for informational purposes only. The podcast is not a comprehensive overview of the subject and is not intended to provide legal or financial advice. 
or an endorsement of any product or business. The views expressed by podcast guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Please seek legal, financial, or tax advice before taking any action on the matters or products discussed herein.